Hey guys, I'm Jackson, and you're listening to my interview on Pop Nerd Lounge. Welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge, the show where we share the stories of creatives to inspire fellow creatives. I'm your host, Steph Pham. This week, we have Jackson on the show. He's an Austin-based artist who's focused on spreading positivity and making people feel good through his music. We chat about avoiding burnout, his single Ba-da-dum, and the TED Talk that changed his creative outlook. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Jackson. Welcome to Popner Lounge. My guest today is Jackson. Jackson, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So this show loves to explore the journeys of artists and where do you start? The beginning. So tell me about the beginning of your musical journey. I, I guess where it all starts is I was in a band when I was nine, but that was like eight and nine. I did it for like two years. And that was more of just like my mom wanted to get me out of the house and I was never really into it. And then when I was about 17, I started freestyling with friends and making beats just on my laptop. And since then, I've gotten addicted to it. Now, in an interview, you mentioned that your whole life you were looking for a passion, something that you were born to do. And I feel like all creatives are that way, whether they feel like they found that or they're still looking for that. So how did you come to the realization that music was that passion? That's a great question. Uh, When I had a moment where it was my freshman year of college, so I guess I was 18 or 19 at the time, and all I was doing was making music. I was sleeping through class. I wasn't going out with friends. I was just staying up all night making music. And that was around the time when some of my friends were like, you should start putting music out. Like, it's good. Because I would never show anybody. It's just something I did. And I didn't even think about it. And then when I shared my first song and like started showing friends and saw the look on their faces and the joy it could have brought them or whatever. That's when I realized that like sharing and giving music is what I was put on this earth to do. I love that. And something that I get from like all reading your interviews and just hearing your music is that you definitely want to have some sort of positive impact throughout the content that you make. And that's not the case for all content creators or all creatives. You know, sometimes they have different motives for creating, but just the fact that you want to inject positivity into the world and with what you create i respect that so much because it's not a super common thing nowadays i agree yeah and that's part of the reason i want to do it it's very much a part of my character but it's also there's so much hate in the world that i just want to put some positivity out there I feel like you are a reflection of your stopping grounds of Austin. It's this eclectic music city that has so much variety of sounds and genres. You're not nailed to a particular genre. Does that make creating your sound difficult or easier? Easier, for sure. Yeah, I I like to sit down and just do whatever I want. That's the beauty of music for me is I can create whatever I want. And that's the beauty of Austin, too, is I can be whoever I want in this music scene. Um, but that was a great compliment. Thank you. I love being a reflection of Austin. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I love that too because you know whenever you think of like really great artists, somebody like Billie Eilish, you don't automatically just pinpoint her or pigeonhole her to dark pop. She can do so many different things. She can yeah. crank out a ballad. She can crank out some really great catchy pop songs. So I I think that tributes to a really great artist is that you aren't molded into one specific genre. You can master a genre, but you're not explicitly tied to that and you can explore so much more music i completely agree with you yeah my hero mac miller is a perfect example of that yeah (laughs) so from what i've read heard and seen and i mentioned this in our pre-interview chat from what i've read heard and seen you appear fiercely dedicated to your craft so how do you avoid burnout or the potential of resenting your craft great question i For me, music is something I will always do. Making music, I mean, it is therapy for me. It's why I'm here, like we've said, for more reasons than one. But there is definitely some burnout in the industry. Just the constant go, the dealing with getting shows, posting TikToks. I hate posting TikToks. (laughs) But it's, it's all in favor of this dream I'm chasing. So as long as I have that dream, I don't think I'll get burned out. What a really great response. I I think that's something that we creatives have to keep in mind because it's like it, like it's a balancing act for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it's doing it to where you're attributing the effort in there, but also not making it to where you resent your craft and making it to where you enjoy it and you do it because you enjoy it. Oh, and there goes my lights. I'm so (laughs) sorry. I have automatic lights. And so sometimes in my interviews, people are like, whoa, what just happened? You turned into a ghost. So no no worries. That's funny. (laughs) I love that you have this goal to affect people in a positive way. Like we've been talking about when it's tempting for creators and artists to concentrate on the ego and the fame, what makes you want to create for good i really since i can remember i have said like when my parents would ask me like what do you want to do i said i want to change the world since i was a little kid and the best way for me to do that is to put a smile on people's face i think and the best gift i have to give is my music so combining those two things is really the way i see how to do it yeah (laughs) whenever you went into music obviously that people whenever they go into this industry they they don't always start going at it full-time and how did did you make the transition to go full-time or if you still have your day job like how do you devote so much time to your music but also make sure that you know you have some sort of like work-life balance yeah so i dropped out of school to do music and work full-time And the balance there for me is as long as I have enough money for rent and food, I'm making music. (laughs) Good, good answer. Because I I know that people, especially in like creative cities like Austin, Nashville, L.A. or New York, that's where everybody has to start is to to have a day job. And it's not always glamorous, but knowing that if we put in the effort, if we don't forget our passion project and not make it continue to be a side hustle it'll eventually become our full-time thing and it'll be what we set out in the world to do exactly yes <laughs> and thankfully for me i do love my j job as well so oh i yeah. love that i love that yeah. i 
I'm in the same boat. I I have my full time day job as well, which I work in schools and I work with students in creating uh, their morning announcement show. And so it's still related to my field, but I that's I, super cool. Yeah, yeah, I I love that. That's related to my field, but I also have the ability to do this as well, tied into yeah. that. So yeah, it it all it helps that you like your day job. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Yeah. Hey nerds, thank you for sticking around with us. We hope you're enjoying the episodes so far. We're always looking to improve the show, so any and all feedback you can give us is greatly appreciated. We're also constantly on the lookout for creatives to feature, so if you think you'd be perfect or know someone we should speak to, let us know. We can be reached over on our contact page at popnerdlounge.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's talk about your single, Badadam. What's the story that you want to tell lyrically with this song? Uh, this song isn't much of a story. I guess it's like just a look at uh, a couple different windows in my life right now. It's me trying to be really honest with myself and like be proud of myself, I guess. So it's kind of finding peace with this whole journey in the music world. And then some relationship stuff and whatnot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, and you said something that, so this is like a representation of you want to be proud of yourself. But I know a lot of creatives have difficulty embracing their success or their achievement or how far they've gone in their journey. What's the key to just saying, hey, like recognizing that you, you know, that you made these accomplishments? Because I know that some people are like, oh, that's icky. You know, that's me being yeah. egotistical or, or arrogant. So how do we embrace our accomplishments? I'll give you the answer. It is Mac Miller. <laughs> he has a quote that says, the reason most people don't make it is because they look how far they have to go rather than how far they've come. Ooh. So I heard that and I always try and look at how far I've come. Oh, yeah. what a great perspective. I like yeah. that. I like that. <laughs> Thanks to Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Yes. You're, the, you're the GOAT. <laughs> One thing we face with our industry is constant criticism, whether it's external or internal. What's your advice to creatives on how to deal with all this criticism? Um, I try and look at getting a hater is better than getting a fan. Because if you're getting a hater, you're doing something right. If people are hating on you, that means you're going in the right direction. So that's how I would look at it. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, whenever you were filling out your uh, pre-interview survey, you mentioned J.K. Rowling's TED Talk. Now, how much of an impact did that TED Talk have on your life? A ton. It changed my creative process completely. Uh, did I explain what, what she said in that? I'm not remember. sure, but go ahead and, and, and yeah. ex- expand upon that. Yeah. For any creative out there. Or anybody out there, y'all should watch this TED Talk. She talks about, I want to say it's like ancient Roman proverb, maybe Greek. I don't know. But anyway, it's a spirit called a genu. It's where the word genius was derived from. And like what this story tells is that a genu was this thing living in the walls of a creative. And the creative's job is simply to sit down and work and then the genu will come out of the walls every once in a while and possess you in a sense and give you that genius idea. 
So when she was like writing the second Harry Potter after the first one was wildly successful and couldn't come up with anything, she said she learned that and then would just sit down and write and write and write. And eventually the genius idea would come to her. Ooh. Yeah. Do you feel like that happens with you in your creative process when you're creating music? Do you kind of just let the inspiration come to you rather than force it? For sure. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I, it feels like you're forcing it because I'll sit down and work for hours and hours and hours and get nothing done. But then when it happens, it's literally like you get taken over and this genie is working through you. And it's like in an hour, I crank out what I didn't do in eight hours, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. <laughs> so are we going to experience some of that in the album that you're planning to release? Yes. Yeah. All of those were some JK Rowling TED Talk moments. <laughs> <laughs> All the songs on there. <laughs> if you were able to talk to Mac Miller, your hero today, what would you tell him? Thank you. And I love you. Yeah. Uh, so, something so simple, but something so beautifully stated. Because, yeah, I think it's, it. you know, if we ever get a chance to sit in front of our heroes, I think just saying thank you means so much. Because, yeah, I'd probably give him a hug, too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, you have been absolutely amazing and i can't believe that we are here at my final question for you you just been such a rock star guest thank you so much thank for you. You've been a rock star host oh thank you <laughs> i appreciate that and yeah i appreciate learning your story and i think that we are gonna have so much fun as an audience watching your music continue to grow and you just continuing to add on to your journey and so thank you so much for sharing with us about thank your you, story yeah. My final question to you is, what's your why for being a creative? I remember this one. My why for being creative is I really believe that everybody is a creative. I think we were created to be creative and everything we do is creative and everything you see is creative. So when you learn that, it kind of changes everything, I feel like. It, yeah. it does. And I, I like yeah. that perspective that everybody is creative because sometimes people can have this notion where we are like we're a separate block of, it, yeah. of individuals. But I, you're right. I think everybody has some kind of creativity in them. Even I would if, argue that it's impossible not to be creative. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, like even if you're, you know, somebody who's an engineer or somebody who seems to be in a more like scientifical scientific oh my god scientific here's the word hi monday uh, scientific field they could have some kind of creative hobby on the side they could play guitar or they could play piano or not even that like being scientific for sure but yeah i would say my argument is the engineering itself is a creative endeavor oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah so fantastic answer. Oh my gosh. It's just been so fun talking to you. I'm going to pull a hot ones right now and give you the floor and you can tell everybody where they can find your music, where they connect with you on social media and yeah, where they can check awesome. you out. I love that you said pull a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Um, but yeah, y'all can follow me on Spotify at Jackson, Instagram at Jackson Cronenberg. And then a new album called Lost and Found out June. 
Ooh, yeah, fabulous. Well, we cannot wait for all the new music, Jackson. It's just been such a pleasure sitting down and chatting with you. And yeah, if I'm ever in Austin, we'll have to meet up for sure. Yes, please. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Special thanks to Jackson for being this week's guest. If you want to learn more about Jackson, visit the links in the show notes. Popner Lounge is executive produced by Steph Pham and Vico. Vico serves as the creative director, and Steph Pham serves as the host and editor. For all things Popner Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you tune in next time for another conversation with a fellow creative. I'm your host, Steph Pham. <laughs>